back degenerates. Let's go ahead and talk some units. After a few weeks off, uh, I am your host, uh, the to you live uh, once again from New York City. Uh, after a few weeks excursions in, uh, in France, uh, which is why there was a, a few week delay. Um, with me as always, I have my illustrious co-host, the noble, the agile, the sharp, database, coming to you live from Philly. Uh, DB, uh, how are we feeling after a few weeks off? I'm sure you have some slanderous words to send my way. Actually, no, I wasn't even thinking about your trip to France and how that threw off the entire um, mojo of the show. I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm more just tired. Woke up five minutes ago, um, forced into action. Also said we have to be off in 10 minutes because you're on a call or something like that. That's all right. I'm busy, too. Um, So we're going to keep the plays tight. Uh, Happy to be here on Championship Weekend. Championship Weekend. Good Good to be back. Great to be back, really. Um, also, fun fact, I uh, did have a chance to go to a PSG soccer game since I know you're a big uh, soccer guy. That was fantastic. Um, Footy guy now? On that game too. Uh, I would have to say probably a PSG guy now. That was uh, like, <laughs> that's, that's when, pathetic. When, that's, people, when, people, that's when pathetic. people talk about like European soccer crowd environments, that was, uh, I mean, it was nice. There was a fire just in the middle of the match and not a single timeout. I couldn't see half the field because of smoke. Not even, not even the thought of a of a timeout. Just, I mean, I would rather you never watch another football game in your life than be a PSG fan. That's gross. Well, it's the only game I've ever been to. Also, saw Messi score his first, you know, French league goal. So, you know, kind of historic. Yeah, no big deal. When I saw Messi play, though, he scored two goals. Yes, but was it his first goal in any capacity? No, just at his home club in Barcelona. It was, uh, and and he hit the over. And I actually bet on that game that I went to. So I. Should have asked well, me how to experience a true footy match. Well, I saw a historic Messi goal. At this, at this stage in his career, who's, who can see a historic Messi goal? Me, I can. I mean, in person. You've seen one Messi goal. I've seen two Messi goals live. I'm just saying. Those are facts. Two, two meaningless, useless Messi goals versus one. All right, we're getting sidetracked here. This is <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and, uh, and recap where we are <clears throat> on the year. Um, Let's see. Uh, we on yeah, last we spoke, the Warhammers on the year. We are now eleven six and one. We had our first push of war. It's actually our first push Warhammer ever. So we're ten six and one on our Warhammers, uh, and we are trending uh, just two games above five hundred on the year. So very pedestrian year in terms of our overall record. So we hope to rectify that. Get right this week. Uh, we've missed a couple things uh, in college football. Ohio State lost. Uh, a couple coaching carousel changes, but uh, some so, some exciting things going into uh, it's a championship weekend here. Uh, DB, do you want to go ahead and lead us off, or do you want me to go ahead and lead us off? Uh, I'll lead us off. I'll start with the Oregon Utah game tonight. Um, all of my oh. all of my plays uh, kind of have a uh, like similar reads on them. Um, but I'm going with Oregon here. 41% of the cash, uh, 41% of the bets, 50% of the cash. We have the 0.5 line movement for Oregon. Um, everyone knows Utah smoked Oregon two weeks ago at 38-7. Um, this seems like a too easy game for Utah, so give me Oregon plus two and a half. Yeah, wow. Uh, it was interesting. I figured we were going to talk about this one as a Friday night delay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have to record the, or uh, edit this and get this up quickly so the fine listeners can listen. Good thing we're starting with that game. Uh, Oregon Ducks. Yeah, I mean, you know, always a good sign when uh, less percentage of the public and the line's coming down. And like you said, that was uh, that was two weeks ago. I think that was at the beginning of my, fr- of my uh, Parisian excursion that uh, Utah 
uh, blew the doors off of uh, Oregon. So uh, good to see that game in there. Uh, I'm going to go to a Saturday morning game. I'm actually going to go to, yeah, it's the first game of the Saturday slate. Going to go to the Big 12 championships. Uh, you know, no Lincoln Riley, no Oklahoma. So I'm going to talk a little Baylor, Oklahoma State. Um, uh, Oklahoma State opened up as a six and a half point favorite. They're down to a five and a half point favorite. 60% of the tickets, only 40% of uh, the cash. Uh, like the way that this line is moving, I, I think this is, uh, there's a lot of pressure on Oklahoma State to, win this game because they think maybe maybe winning you're in probably not probably win and they're still out i'm hoping cincinnati gets gets in if they can take care of business against houston just because I, I would like to see a non-power five team get in but it's a lot of pressure on oklahoma state we'll see how mike gundy and crew can do but i'm just going to go ahead and take a, a very good baylor team plus five and a half and I like that they're catching more of the money than less of the tickets. I like the way that this line is moving. So uh, the Baylor Bears plus five and a half for my first play. Yeah, it's a mutual play for me. I mean, like you said, forty almost 40% of the tickets on Baylor and 60% of the cash. I love that. Love that Oklahoma State beat them down 24-14 earlier in the year. Public Joe thinks this is once again too easy. Give me Baylor Bears plus five and a half as well. Yeah, Oklahoma State hasn't really been nice to us this year. I feel like we've tried to go against them a couple times. And they haven't really been nice, but I think the numbers are there and – uh, that's a lot of pressure. When when's the last time Oklahoma State? I mean, I, I can't even remember in Mike Gundy's tenure. Has he has he won any Big Twelve championships in his entire career? I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I mean, uh, Oklahoma pretty much wins it every year. So yeah. What do you think of Lincoln Riley? By the way, going to USC. I like that move. Uh, I fucking love it. Yeah, I want USC to come back. I, I love when USC is good, and I mean, very rarely have they been good, but uh, I. I like when they're good. I like when betting on them when they're good. Um, I, I mean, we need more juice in the late night slates, really. Like, I haven't watched an Oklahoma game in twenty years. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and they're they're just about to become like the donkeys of the SEC now. Like nobody's going to go to Oklahoma, and they're just going to be a bottom feeder in the SEC. Congratulate yourself. Yeah, trash school. Oh, so, uh, sorry. So that was a mutual play. Sorry, I was uh, waiting for you to, to start your next play there. But let me go ahead and mark you down. Baylor plus 5.5 uh, is a mutual play. Uh, all right. For let's see. You know, I'm going to go chronological. So I'm not I'm going to save my Warhammer for last then. Uh, so chronologically, I'm going to go to a 4 p.m. Eastern game. Let's go to the uh, to the SEC, Georgia, Alabama. I would say Georgia, the consensus presumptive national champion you know, barring something going catastrophically wrong. Georgia looks like a world beater. So very interesting game here. Uh, Georgia opened up as a four-point favorite. They're up to a six-and-a-half-point favorite, catching a very deserving, you know, 80% of the tickets, 80% of the cash, rounding on both of those there. Um, but as I've done all year, I've liked to get into the weeds with first halves in the SEC, and I, I can't refuse the SEC championship to do it one more time. I do like – Georgia in this game. I do like Georgia on the spread. I, I think Georgia wins this game. That's a lot of public action. And, you know, who knows? Nick Saban might have a, a trick or two up his sleeve. The only way that I see Alabama staying in this game is keeping it low scoring. If there's if there's a unit that I think you can rely on, I think it's going to be uh, Georgia's defense. And I think if there's a second unit, it's going to be Alabama's defense. So looking towards the first half here. Uh, and on DraftKings, because I wanted to find the people in actual line that actually exists, Alabama first half under nine and a half points plus 105 as seen on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Wanted to give you an actual line that you could actually go out and play today. So Alabama first half under 
nine and a half points and give me a little plus money action plus one Oh five. So that's going to go ahead and be my second play. All right. I like that. We got a first half play and had to have it, had to have it. Um, one more, one more, one more time in the sec, you know, um, pretty much for every reason you just said in there is why, I, I mean, I was leading Alabama there. My first off plus six and a half looks really good to me. You're saying six has come down in a lot of books. Um, I mean, Nick Saban plus six and a half sec championship game. Sure. Give me it. Um, it's not an official play, but I'm definitely leaning that way. 80% on Georgia. No, thank you. Um, all right. I'm going to go to my next play. Looks like we both have our Warhammer. Save for last. What a delight. Uh, I'm sure this has got to be a mutual Warhammer. We're fucking idiots. God damn it. Go ahead. Just say it. Appalachian State at Louisiana Lafayette for me. Okay. Definitely not a mutual play. Got it. Go ahead. Please continue. You're a coward playing all the big games. I'm, on the other hand, diving into the trenches. It's not um, a coward. I love playing the big games. There's a good amount of volume. That's a good – it is a better indicator. That's historically how we've done well. Right. We got 40, 45% of the tickets and 57% of the cash on App State. ULL spanked these boys earlier in the season. I think it was October 12th. 41-13 uh, as five-point dogs. Um, we have ULL's head coach, Billy Napier, being hired by Florida. He's staying out through these, this game. I think the bowl game as well. Um, but – I don't love that for ULL. I like the percentages for App State here. I like the um, bounce back spot for them. Um, App State has been hot towards the end of the season. Give me App State as the Warhammer minus three. Minus three. Okay. All right. I'm still seeing it on two and a half on some books, but you, you can go ahead and be a generous man and say App State minus three. App State minus three for the Warhammer. Yeah, I wasn't really looking at this game. I didn't really know how to play the, you know, our, hey, our coach is, is leaving card. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I was looking at it, USC is not a play. But when I was thinking about that, too, I'm like, how are these teams feeling? Well, like, you, could, you could spin that either way. Like, oh, they're playing hard to impress the new coach. Or, like, who gives a fuck new coach? Like, our coach isn't even here. You know? Like you could, yeah, exactly. So this one, this one specifically, I, I think the percentages, like, everyone seems like the public still thinks ULL is going to cover, even though, you know? So, I, I kind of like that the public is on that page. Yeah like it and app state you can't ever really go wrong when uh I'm taking the nears cool so for uh for my last game here this is obviously going to be why warhammer as well we're going to the 8 p.m eastern slate uh and we're going to the acc championship a little wake forest pit action uh really surprised this wasn't a play for you uh to be honest uh so pit opened up as a three and a half point favorite they're down to a three-point favorite catching 66 percent of the tickets 75 percent of the catch i get it you know wake forest you got the doors beaten off you by uh, a seemingly improving Clemson team at the end of the year. But you just – you put the the D down on BC last week by 31 points when you were less than a touchdown favorite. Uh, Pitt has looked very good, you know, uh, obviously winning their last four, very, every single one of those games very handily. Um, they have covered three out of four of those spreads as well uh, as favorites in that four-game winning streak. Um, so I just like the fact that for some reason, I guess the people really love Pitt here. Um, and the fact that the line is coming down inside of a field goal, uh, Wake Forest, Stephen Deacons, they fucked us over against Army. They fucked us over before. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I believe in this team having bet against them and having burned me. So I'm, I'm happy to take the Wake Forest, Stephen Deacons here plus three as my Warhammer. Uh, attempting to beat, take them just because that beat down an army earlier this year is still fresh, fresh in everyone's brain. <laughs> um, 
That being said, I didn't play because of the money. I don't like when the money's ten percent less than the, the bets, but that's that's just my style. Fair, fair. Um, I mean, raise the board. There's not too many other plays that we haven't really talked about. I think the only one probably of note that's worth talking about is Iowa and Michigan, um, and probably Houston, Cincinnati. So, uh, and as always, excuse me. And I'm even wearing the uh, we're even wearing the merch today as well. Uh, our final raise the board of the year is brought to you by uh, Cheese and Charcuterie Club, and their website, of course, as always, is cheeseandmeatclub.com. C H E E S E. A-N-D-M-E-A-T-Club.com. And they're doing some Black Friday, uh, extended Black Friday specials. I was just talking to uh, to the owner of the cheese and charcuterie business. You can go to their website. As always, promo code units 21 for 21% off as well. Don't know if that compounds any Black Friday stuff, but go ahead and check them out for some good holiday boards. Um, Iowa, Michigan. Ten and a half points. Uh, I was leaning Michigan here. Lay it down on them. I was torn. I was really, really torn on this. Um, you know, I, I guess you can't really call the Big Ten Championship a letdown spot, but you know, Iowa is a it's a gritty team. It's a gritty team to play a week after Harbaugh's biggest win of his career at Michigan. Um, that's a that's a team that just wants to pull you into the mud and get in a rock fight with you. And Michigan one beat Ohio state by being physical. So I think this is the type of game they can win, but you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. The public is on Michigan barely. So it's 50, it's 50. I would say the public's on Iowa. It's 50, 50 on the action. And anytime you have 50% of the action on a 10, 10 point dog is, is too much. It's really the only reason I even like Michigan. Yeah. I don't know. I would stay, ultimately a stay away game for me, but I was like, Ooh, this is uh I don't know. Yeah. I, I could see as you I say it, it's I like t- it's 10 points, big 10 championship. What's the total 43. What's like, what's the implied score there? You know, it's, it doesn't really make sense. Um, so that's why And you look at the, you look at the, it looks like there's too much percentage points on Iowa. Like it, this game just doesn't really make too much sense to me. I know. Um, so they're, they're, that's kind of why I'm leading Michigan just because, and there's almost 60% of the cash with 50% of the tickets. Michigan actually looks pretty decent to me. And you're starting to see some 11s pop. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, Cincinnati, Houston. Uh, again, another ten and a half point spread. The world on Houston here. I mean, obviously made me like Cincy, but yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go against Dana Holgerson, you know, in uh, in this situation. Yeah, Lee and Cincy as well. I mean, seventy one percent on a ten point dog is too much. But since he has shown that they can play down to their competition this year, so and this is their toughest test. Same thing that we were talking about with uh, Oklahoma State. Basically, this is. Uh, you know, this is this is the game here. This is the – you would assume winning your end for Cincy, truly winning your end. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe that's too much pressure for Cincy. Maybe that's a get-up game for Houston. So, uh, I didn't really know what to make there. But I would say lean Cincy, I lean Iowa, you lean Michigan. USC Cal, real quick. Cal. I mean, I just think – I know. I, I thought about I thought about Cal a lot. I think USC just might be a little bit, you know, in zombie mode. Like, I don't think they're really hype about Lincoln. Like, it's not really going to be – he's not even there yet. And guys were guys recruiting people to replace them. So, I don't I don't think USC is very hype. I think they're just looking to get the season over with. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I, I really thought about Cal. All right. Well, maybe we'll dabble with Cal, see how the rest of the week goes. Yeah, exactly. The late night delight and see where we're at with Cal. Maybe we'll put the, you know, third mortgage on Cal at the end of the night, depending on where we are. 
Uh, what else you got? You got any? Uh, got any footy? Got any motorsports? Got any? Uh, you know, Ben Simmons to return to the Sixers or what? What's going on? Who's that? Exactly. Um, motorsports. Formula One. We're coming into the last two races. Um, I think Verstappen is up six points on Hamilton. Hamilton's won the last two races. Um, I'm not going to tell everyone to bet Verstappen this week. Mercedes look unbeatable the last two, but. The way this year is gone, kind of when it seems like one team's about to run away with it, the other team comes back and fights back. So I am looking for value, maybe on Sergio Perez um, in the Red Bull to hit the podium this week. Um, but we'll see. I haven't finalized that play yet. We'll see how everyone qualifies on Saturday. Are you ready? George Michael, take us away. As I take your hand and you And waste the chance that I can give up So I'm never gonna dance again The way I dance with